Hey. So, this week, I, you know, it's been really hard recently. I feel like there's so much shit going on that I just feel mentally ill. But it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. The text I just got was, I can already see your face full of my cum. Covered in your cum, you mean, mister? Anyway, this man just came over and we were texting and he was like, let me read this conversation. So I texted him, after I come in your face, I'ma breed your ass all night till you scream, is the text that I just got gagged. Um, anyway, I need to go to bed. So I texted this man, and wait a minute. He texted me eight days ago and said, what's up? And sent a picture of his cock pointed directly at the camera, like it was pointed at the camera, so it looked flat. I said, great pics. Um, I lied. Anyway, I said pics plural because his cover photo and the picture he sent me. I didn't, girl, pictures, plural. He said thanks. He said, um... This is the girl. I always regret reading out my horny text messages because I just busted a nut and reading it back now, I'm kind of like, girl, what were you doing? But it's fine. It's fine. We're sexual beings. He said into, and I said, whatever I can do to milk your cock, passionate anything. And he sent a picture of his cock again, pointed at the camera. This word, this way, this, this, what? This way? This time, it was pointed up, though, at the camera, so you could see the dimension of it. And he said, good boy, open-minded here. And I said, so sexy. And he said, do you have any more pics? And I sent a picture of this. <laughs> My kids are going to hear this podcast one day, and they're going to be scarred. I sent a picture of my shaven hole. I sent a picture of me fingering myself, and I sent a picture of my stubby cock, like stub pubic hair. My cock is not stubby. It's long, and it's thin, and it's a twink cock. Anyway, he said, very cute. Need my face in that hole. Emoji tongue out. I said, it's all yours. Um... And then I, oh, girl, if it, like, if the screen will ever stay up, I could finish this story. Um, I said, it's all yours. And he said, I, oh, not he said, I said, need that cock in my mouth. And he said, what's up? An hour ago today. He said, looking right now. And I said, yes, babe. And he said, woof. Woof. You host? And I said, I do. I said, pics. He sent a picture of his face. He's not ugly looking at all. He sent the picture of his cock pointed directly at the camera again. 
Then he sent a picture of his soft cock, which looks extremely small. And then sent a picture that does not do his cock justice at all. My cock's probably bigger than his. And he says it's seven inches. So, put the pieces together. Um, I said, what are you trying to do? And he said, I'm open verse slash top. J-O, kiss, rim, suck, top you. I said, damn, ah, okay. I said, come bust your nut in me. He said, address? I sent my address, the corner complex address, because I never sent my actual address. I said, clean, sober. Because recently, everyone's been doing drugs. And I don't have time for that. And he said, I did some blow a few hours ago, but pee much. Whatever, whatever the fuck that means. And he said, just smoke to Jay. And I said, you'll be able to get hard. And he said, oh yeah, for sure. And I said, okay, you should come, sexy. And he said, word, on my way. Then said, here. And then said, at 7.58. And I said, it's 3.40 Lexington, the side of the apartment. <gasps> Wait. Oh, I gagged you all. I just read my... Apartment out loud. Not that I really give a fuck. Um, I said... <laughs> no one listens to this podcast anyway. It's fine. I sent the door code. And I sent... Um, well, gag. Now everyone knows where I live. Please don't do anything crazy. Um... He said, okay, so apartment, and I sent the apartment number. And then, four minutes after I sent the apartment number, he said, so should I leave or what? And then I texted, and I said, I said, and then I said the apartment number again. And I go to the door, you guys, and... Oh, God. I go to the fucking door, and he's walking down the stairs and I just had opened the door and he starts walking back up the stairs and he comes inside and I said why didn't you like just say that you were here like why didn't you text your I'm at the door and I said it like a bitch because why the fuck wouldn't why wouldn't you text being like I'm at the door I was waiting for him I'm not about to wait at the door girl like Get your, like, get your shit together. And, um, oh my god. I just had, like, a heart. Oh my god, that was so scary. My heart, like, had, like, a little shock for a second. Oh my god, now I'm anxious. Okay, but anyway, or maybe I'm just angry about this and I'm having like, okay, oh my god, anyway, and then he goes, you know what, I'm not feeling this anymore, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go, and I was like, okay, and then I fucking slammed the door, and yeah, and he had to go home, he came all the way here. And he left, so I ate that up. Like, girl, you're not about to be such a jerk. Like, why are you such an entitled piece of shit? I invited you over, 
and you were just being like a dumbass, a high dumbass. Like, shut the fuck up. Anyway, that gets into my story. Today, I'm going to talk about... Drum roll, please. That does not sound like a drum roll. Anyway, pride. Uh, I'm going to talk about my first ever pride experience. And you know what that means. I'm going to talk about the gory sex details and all. So, pride this year. Let's go back and look at the camera. It's not the camera, the calendar. Oh my god, the schizo's coming out. The derealization, the confusion, the... Oh god. Okay. Pride was on the 25th. It's the last Sunday of June, always. And I had never been to, like, a Cleveland Pride or anything. Like, this was, like, the big New York City. This was my first Pride ever. And I was like, and I have to do it right. So, on the 24th was the Dyke March. It's the Dyke Day. Um, and Kendra and I had gone out. Did I work that day? I might have worked that day. Thank God my my job was closed for Sunday, though. But we went to Washington Square for the Dyke March. And when I tell you I've never seen so many tits in my life, girl, I've never seen so many tits in my life. Like, nips out, period, good for you. I just, I am a man, a gay man, and I have never seen... So many tits. I was like staring. Like looking. Like girl boobs will always interest me. You know. It just. It was. Girl it was a lot. I was overwhelmed. With the amount of tits that were pointed right in the direction of my eyes. Hello. Can you like hear me. Or is it this microphone. Wait. Oh my fucking god. It was this microphone the entire time. I was talking to the wrong one. Anyway. Or maybe... I don't even fucking know or care anymore. But anyway. Tits out. Lot of lesbians. Lot of dykes. Lot of pixie cuts. Lot of Katy Perry looking bitches. Um, You know, it it was great. Um, there was a lot of kids around. I'm not gonna lie. I think they were just like, let's, like, I don't know. They just, I'm pretty sure people were just like, Pride's on Sunday and nothing bad. Why am I talking about, like, it's a bad thing that tits are out? I don't know. I just feel like I'm from, well, I'm from Ohio. So, like, tits being out is, it's not, it's abnormal to me. I'm not used to it. Um... I wish I was because it's just a body. Like, that's great. I don't know. I feel like whenever I see, like, a pair of tits, like, I always just, like, question. I'm like, maybe I'm... 
not gay? Why am I so fascinated by tits? But then I love being, like, railed in the ass, so. And I love, like, a dirty man's booty in my face. That's so disgusting that I just admitted that. Um... Oh my god. Anyway, forget the dykes. That night, where the fuck did we go after that? Girl, I swear. What did I do on the 23rd? Girl, I swear I was out on the 23rd. Should we go back and see? Should we go back and see? I don't know. Okay, okay, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. It was after my Boston trip. Oh! My motherfucking God. Oh my God. Yeah, so that whole week, I almost forgot about this. Anyway, I was so hungover at the Dyke March, which is what's up, because Kendra wanted to go out after the Dyke March. And I was like, girl, I don't know if I can do it. Um, and I was moving that weekend too. Shit was going down. Um, my camera roll is so goddamn funny. I'm looking at these photos. Girl. Girl. Someone's coming. Oh, my God. This man taking mirror nudes with an iPad on a dating app. Oh, my fucking God. Shit is so funny. And I texted him. And I said, put that iPad down. And he texted back and said, why? Girl, sometimes I'm too funny. Then this sexy-ass man wanted to fuck me. Oh, my God. I found the um, Bloody Mary mix. I was looking for that the other day. So funny. My Google of poppers um, in the <laughs> website was frank.com. Talk to frank.com. And it said, you might feel dizzy or sick for a while afterwards. Swallowing poppers can be fatal. Sniffing poppers is bad for anyone with heart problems because it can cause irregular or fast heart rhythms. Repeated use can damage your eyesight. Gagged me. Um, anyway. So David, my coworker from Buffalo Exchange, had an art show on the 23rd. And I went out. And I thought it would be a good idea to wear my underwear dress. Um, it's all old underwear that I have literally haven't worn in forever. And I looked so good, though. I ate it up. Um, I had short hair at the time, and it was pink and purple. And I looked good. I had no eyebrows. I was serving cunt on this day. 
um, in period. So we went out. The art show was great. I got super drunk at um, the art show. And there was this man and his friend. And... Um, girl, because, oh my God, I, he was my type. I'm just going to say it, please. I'm procrastinating. He was, I think mixed, but Middle Eastern, um, he was so sexy. He still is sexy. He's such a douchebag, though. He was... Oh, girl. Oh, girl. We're spilling the tea. Um, oh, God. He just had, like, big arms and, like, that copper-looking skin. And, like, you could just tell that he smelled good when he was musky. And he just was dressed like a boring man and had a watch on and was drinking wine and just was looking at me and I was looking at him and like you could mm, like the vibes oh so Jill was there that night Jill came to the art show because I was gonna show we were like doing tattoo um what the fuck is it called like let it like girl tattoo like we were letting everybody know that she was a tattoo artist. I was flashing everyone. I was, like, pulling my dress down and showing everyone my fucking ass. There was parents at this party, and I had gotten so drunk already that I was flashing everyone, being like, look at this tattoo. Like, Jill did this. Like, everyone get a tattoo. Um, that's when the night really started going downhill. I saw a lot of my ex-co-workers that night. Um, Nata- what the fuck is her name? Natasha? was there, Logan was there, no one, I think they were, like, surprised when they saw me, um, because the whole beef with, like, Katie saying she fired me went down, and I, everyone sided with her, and I was like, bitch, okay, whatever, and yeah, girl, this night got, this really gets so embarrassing, this story, but I kind of ate, but I, looking back at it, I was like, girl, you have anger issues, Um, I'm having such deja vu right now. Well, yeah. So this man, we were like, let's go to this bar around the corner. Like, I'm sure I could get you guys in. Like, it's fine. Um, cause they didn't have fake IDs or whatever or something stupid. And we were just all having a good time, like flirting. Me and this man were like flirting. Everyone said that we were flirting. And he was just being like weird, like being a curious man. You know how they are? Um, like, I don't even think that I actually, I do think I'm pretty sexy. I feel like I'm very androgynous, androgynous, how the fuck, girl, let's Google this, 
androgynous. I'm pretty sure it's androgynous. Or is it androgynous? Okay, well, my phone's in Spanish, so it's not telling me. Anyway. And it's just, like, I have such a free spirit, and I just wear, like, crazy things. I feel like... And I'm a Scorpio rising. Oh, my God, I have a photo of him. He was wearing a button-up and jeans. And a necklace. And a black watch. And he was fine. His friend was not cute. I'll tell you that much. He was such a weirdo. And he was like a Bushwick. A fucking thing. Um. Whatever. Yeah. So, Jill was there. All my coworkers were there. Shit was getting like... I was like, I need to drink. Or else this ain't gonna be fun. So, I was drinking. I was talking to these random ass girls with this man in the kitchen. Um, at this... Um, center. It was like a um, community center that David had put his art show up in. And it was a very beautiful presentation. Honestly, I was... David, if you're listening to this... Girl, I... Mm, I mean, I just didn't expect it to be as big as it was. Like, congrats. It was such... I It was such an honor to be invited. And everything. And the art was amazing. And the wine was good. Um, I was late for the food, though. But, yeah. It was, girl, someone throwing bottles outside. Um, it, it was a good night. I was jealous. When I, I was going to make an announcement, but no, I'll wait. Anyway, I was going to say when I have my release party. Well, you don't know. I don't know if I've talked about it yet, but I'm going to have a release party for a project I've been working on, and I hope mine is as successful as David's was, is all I'm saying is. I was jealous with what I had witnessed. And yeah. So, anyway. Oh my god, and this girl was here, and the I, like, forgot her name, but, like, she went to my wedding party, and she's crazy, in, like, a good way, and we got hella drunk, and I was like, girl, you should move into my apartment, because I was scared that, well, this is coming later in the story, but Blake had someone moving into the apartment to, like, fill one of our rooms, because he was moving out, and it was, like, falling through. I have the screenshot of the text messages. Blake texted me, and I have... Oh, he said... This was at... One in the morning, he texted me this. He said, Frank, fuck Matt. He's a prick. I got another friend, if you're okay with it. These are all separate text messages, by the way. I'm sorry for the confusion. Matt fucked me over with something. Not financially, but personally. And I have another friend who needs a place. So he basically was like, girl... You can't let him move in. Like, we have to switch that. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> that was another reason why I was drinking that night and why I was so angry. I feel like everything was going down and, like, this... And I had just gotten back from Boston and I was in a shitty fucking mood. 
I was not to be fucked with. But it gets to that point. So. I said, let's go to this bar clockwork. And I could get everyone in because they didn't have IDs. And we get there. I'm already hella drunk. Jill came with us. Everyone was smoking. And then people went inside. And then we started drinking. And the man that I had a crush on bought me a drink. And don't even say that he was just trying to be nice. Homeboy was asking me gay as fuck questions all night. Being like, why do you dress the way you do? Like, it's so cool. Why are you in New York? Let me hear your story. Blah, 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 blah. And he had come from, he had come from, he had come from, he came from a rich family. And he was privileged and grew up in California. And yeah. So, we had gotten to talking about something. Jill had left at this point, And we were standing there at the bar. Standing, sitting, doesn't really fucking matter. And this bar is kind of small. And it's cheap. And it's in the Lower East Side. And there's, like, men there. And we were talking about, like, our experiences. And he had said something that, like, pissed me off just a little bit. But, like, I was like, whatever. We could stop talking about this. And I was really drunk at the time. But I stand with what I said. Because some man chipped in. And I was talking about, like, my hard experiences. Because he was asking me why I was here. And, like, why... What I wanted to do with my life. And, like, he was... Like, we were just getting, like... We were just getting, like, to the bottom of it. Like, he wanted to know. And my Scorpio rising was drawing him in. And some man chipped in and basically invalidated my experiences and was, like, basically saying how, like, growing up privileged or with money, like, doesn't really affect what happens later in your life or something. And I was just overreacting and I just was focusing on the negative and... Blah, 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 blah. And all the stupid man bullshit that I just did not need to hear. And I got so angry. I got so upset. And I was like, you just don't fucking get it. Like, if you don't go through shit like that, you're never going to fucking understand. And you're never going to have, like, the sympathy for others. And you're just going to think people are always overreacting. You have to, like, comparing, like trauma with someone else is like a no-no. I talk about my trauma in a way so that other people can feel comfortable with their own trauma and maybe communicate it and deal with it. And for this man to literally just like invalidate the experiences that I was talking about really upset me. So, I stood up and I basically cussed them all out and I yelled in the bar and I said, these motherfuckers, like, are underage. I got them in this bar and this fucking bitch here is a fucking fag and I chugged his beer 
And the bartender came over and was like, that's not cool. And I was like, fucking check their IDs then, you little fucking cunt. And they didn't have IDs, and I fucking left. And I was like, in tears, upset, sad, whatever. And I was really drunk, I shouldn't have chugged that drink. And somehow I made it to Duff's. And I don't remember anything that happened in Duff's, but I got there and they had already done last call. And I'm pretty sure the bartender was like, sweetie, or maybe they hadn't done last call and she just like knew I was really drunk and was like, go home, please. And I went up to the Marcy train stop and I have a nine minute, 28 second video, a two second video, a six minute and 42 second video, a 12 minute and 36 second video, a 10 minute and 59 second video, a one minute and 10 second video, a seven minute and 47 minute video, and a four minute and 53 minute video of me yelling at the police. And to justify this, there was no reason why the police should have said anything to me regarding what I was wearing. I had gotten to the train station and I had jumped the turn and the police were sitting to the right down the platform. So they weren't by the turn and they couldn't see the turn and they couldn't hear anything going on by the turnstile. The way the Marcy station's set up, it's like an outdoor train station and the turn's indoors. And I had walked out and there was like a group of like eight police officers standing there. And one of the police officers was, started laughing and pointing at me. And then all of them started looking at me. And someone was like, did you pay for the subway? And started laughing. And I was like, yeah. And then they were like, and why are you wearing underwear? We don't get it. And like said something just completely annoying and stupid to rub me the wrong way. And I, started wa and I was started walking away, and I just acted like I didn't hear it. And then I fucking look, I walked back, and I said, you know what? I said, why is that any of your fucking business? And I said, where? I said, that's, like, is that your fucking job? And I, like, got closer to him. And he was like, um, I didn't say anything about that. And I was like, yeah, you fucking did. And I said, I'm going to talk to someone because this is so fucking stupid. And then he pointed me in the direction of, like, his captain. And I started screaming at this point. And I was, like, really upset because why was he... No, I w didn't start screaming until I went over there and I asked him. I said, why is that his... That's, like, why is he fucking even trying to piss me off? I said, that's so fucking rude, and that's so embarrassing. And then basically denied it, and then I started yelling, and then the train came, and then they were like, get on the train. You're going to miss your train. And I started screaming at the police officers, and I started taking videos, and I started getting upset. And then when Jill had called the police, when Sean was raping me at his apartment and the police said they would take care of it and they went to the apartment and they knocked twice 
and didn't do anything about it. And I brought that up and I started crying and I was really upset and I was hurt. And the whole night had just gone to shit. And, you know, for the police to just sit around and every time I see a police officer, they always point, they always make fun of me. They always start looking. They're all douchebags. Even the women cops. They all fucking suck. And it just hurts. Because I know I don't have it as bad as other people. And... I was very lucky to have gotten out of this situation... Um, a free man and unhurt physically but like I don't know I it's just like the lying and like I'm so sick of people looking at me at all hours of the day. I feel like I'm living in a fishbowl inside of a fishbowl being in New York. It's exhausting and it doesn't help when attention is drawn to me from certain groups of people. And I... You know, I've been so kind and accepting of everyone else because I've always wanted to be accepted. And that's just not the fucking reality anymore. People are jerks and they'll be jerks until their last breath. And I think it's really hard for people to, you know, change. And I just realizing that, like, it's, you know, I don't know. I wish the world was a better place. But... Um, everyone in the train station was, like, looking at me like I was screaming bloody murder. There was a lot of witnesses. I just, some woman tried to stop me and was like, get on the train. And I was like, no, this is so unfair. I've dealt with this shit my entire life. And I'm fucking sick of it. The police never fucking helped me. They never help anyone. And they literally just get paid to be jerks. And I was taking videos, and then they tried leaving. And then I was like, no, like, I need to talk to someone. This is bull fucking shit. I was like, it happens all the time. And they lied about their badge numbers, and they lied about what police station they were from. And they tried to walk away, and I followed them. And then they were getting in the car... 
leaving because I was causing a scene. Oh God, this night is so burned in my brain. And I wish that I would have just kept walking. As unfair as it sounds, and it is, I wish I would have just fucking kept walking. And I was also upset because I had just lost a handful of my friends and I was very hurt. And shit with my family was not good either, so. And I was just scared of the change that was coming again and. I let my anger out in the worst way possible by putting it onto other people instead of a healthy way of making the anger and the frustration and putting it into something productive and something that had and that could have been beautiful. But no, I just made something uglier with my ugliness. And I followed them down to their car, still filming. I have this on video. And they started getting in the car, and I said, no, I need to talk to someone. And I stopped the door from closing, and an officer pushed me very violently. And I said, and you just fucking shoved me. And he said, no, I didn't. And I said, and I have it on video. And then the rest of the cops came out of the car and all started pulling me away from the car so they could shut the doors. And then I called 911 and then 911 was on the way. And I tried to sober up in time so I could file or say something or have something done. But then they called an ambulance on me. And I was like, girl, I don't want this ambulance bill. So I fucking walked away. And the scary part of it all was when I had gotten to the train station, I had gotten a phone call from, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, a blocked number. And you know, it was the police and they were like, They were like, "Do is he gone? Do you hear anything? Like, is he in the train station? Is he blah, 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 blah. And I put it on mute and whatever. And I fucking, then I hung up. And it's, girl, I was fucking annoyed. I was so disappointed in myself. I called Angie. I was so scared. I was like, do you think I could walk away from the police right now? They're all standing out here. I said, I'm drunk. I'm upset. And Angie said, I'll stay awake until you get home. Leave now and come home. And she offered to send me an Uber and come get me or whatever. And I said, no, it's fine. I said, stay home. And... I'll be here when you get here. So I fucking got on the train. It was so late at the time that I got home. 
and I showered after convening with Angie and being very upset about what I had done and everything and I went to bed and woke up late and I don't remember if I worked honestly before the dyke march but I told you about the dyke march oh my god my ear is like fucking infected and it's really annoying me Anyway, that's disgusting. I feel like I'm always so lazy that I never, like, throw, like, tiny crumbs away. I'll just throw it somewhere else in the room and hopefully get it later. Side topic, but my earring just fell out. That's why. Oh, my God. Why did I think the sun was coming up? I was so scared. Anyway. Yeah, so... Then the dyke march happened. I was very hungover from the night before and still very upset. And I had sent the videos to Jill and Jill's honest reaction was she was kind of scared. She didn't know why I was being such an angry drunk and she just didn't know. I had all these like heart emotions and they're still in me. I'm convinced that it's going to take a long time to just process a lot of what's gone on in the last six months and do better and be better and want better and I deserve better so but yeah I was scared to get drunk for pride but I knew it was coming and I knew that it was gonna be crazy um yeah so Pride started early. I had gotten ready by, like, I 11 I was ready by, 11 a.m. That's early for me. So, f- girl, I don't give a fuck. Um, and I wore jock straps and different colored shoes and sunnies and... Rainbows and it was great. I thought it was cute. Sparkly bag, gloves, rings, makeup, no eyebrows, colored hair. And, you know, it was good, though. This man really wants to come over. And he keeps texting me. So, I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm not going to have them over because it is 3 in the morning and I have to be up at 8, so. Um, fucking whatever. Um, yeah. So, I got ready. I was so embarrassed to walk out there. I had literally no clothes on. But that's pride. And I walked alone to Kendra's apartment where Natasha was getting ready. And Kendra was getting ready, and boobs were out, and glitter was being put on the body, and pre-gaming was starting with espresso 
martinis, I think with tequila, we started with. And then we went to the liquor store. Kendra had her boobs out. She was wearing this white lace getup, and she looked so hot. And we get to the liquor store. And we get shooters and a bunch of shit and tequila. And this man in the liquor store was like, ah, that gay parade today? And we were all like, what? So like, what? And we were like, yeah. And he was like, ah, yeah. Okay. And we checked out. We left. Whatever. We started walking to the train. Everyone was staring at us. We get on the train. There was like, literally, I remember like only a few people like dressed up. And I was like, damn, yo, like, where is everybody? We were kind of late, though. The parade was already going on. And we got there. Jill was meeting us with Katie. We were by, like, 23rd Street, but all the subways... The subways were, like, fucked up, yo. Shit was hard to get around. And we were watching the floats go by, the drag queens, the pups, the leather daddies, the twinks, the... Like, it just... It was... Girl, I wanted to say something really bad there. I was about to be like... Girl, but it's... I, I was going to say trannies were coming by, too. I feel like... I shouldn't say that, but it's fine. Anyway. The they-thems were walking by. Everyone was staring at me. Everyone wanted photos of me. Everyone loved my outfit. Everyone was eating it up. Um, I was wasted already. I try. I forced myself to eat something in the morning. Barely ate anything. I don't even think I, like, ate that day, to be honest. Um, it was a girl, I've never seen so many people. It was a lot of rainbow. It was a lot of people just in underwear. It was a lot of, lot of everything. And I had so much fun. The police were out. No one was really being rude because there was a lot of people. There was this woman that had, like, a Jesus banner. And she was telling everyone she was going to hell. And I was twerking on her. Shaking my ass. Um, doing all this shit. And, boy, this man saying he's walking over. I'm recording my podcast. I at least need 20 more minutes. Oh, girl. Um, whatever. So, we went to Taco Bell, and we were waiting for the bathroom. Someone had blown up the bathroom before we got in there. And then everyone was so drunk that day. And, girl, me too. Girl, why would he start walking? He's like, I have work in the morning. I'm pretty much at your place. What he just texted me. Girl, shut the fuck up. Weirdo, he's 40 years old. Go to bed. Um, and people were, like, pissed that the line was taking so long to the bathroom. But, like, whatever. Someone had just blown it up. This girl went in there, took forever, blah, blah, blah. And then it was me and Jill's turn. And we went in there, and we were out, there, out of the bathroom in, like, 10 seconds. And I was like, everyone, you see how fast that was? 
And everyone just started, like, cheering in this Taco Bell. Or maybe it was... No, it was Taco Bell because the McDonald's line was longer. Um, everyone was getting fast food. Then we walked down to the liquor store. Some girl bought me a shot. Everyone was taking my photo. Um, like, what happened after that? We tried to get to Washington, but the police weren't letting us cross the street, and everything was gated off, and it was so hard to get there. And we finally got there, and we met Kendra's friends, and we were waiting for Paula, and everyone, yo, Washington Square was crazy on Pride. I'm kind of excited for next year's Pride, but it was fucking crazy. And everyone was swimming in the fountain, and Kendra's friend was fucking in a wheelchair at the time. And I fucking remember being like, Kendra, get in the wheelchair. And I was like pushing her around. I was being destructive. I was in such a good mood. Um, and it was just a lot of like fucking like, it was just, girl, give me a, like, I need to deal with this man. He'd be downstairs. And girl, I don't really care. I'm pissing a lot of men off tonight. He said, okay, I'm sorry, I'm leaving. I shouldn't have come out this So, we get there. Oh, we were there. Not me saying so we get there again. Anyway, so, it's fall. Everyone's just in their outfits. My outfit had... I was wearing, like, a skirt with the jock straps, like a sparkly skirt to match with my sparkly bag. And I had taken it off, and I had just worn, like, my underwear. And I had white Calvin Klein's on. And I, like, sagged them a little so it just looked like I was king underpants or whatever. And then they got dirty, bro. So I fucking took them off in Washington Square because... Washington... Is it Washington Square Park? Why does that sound so weird to me? Oh my god. Anyway. Oh my god. Anyway. So we had gone swimming in Washington Square Fountain. I literally was swimming in there with just my thongs on, so drunk, with my makeup on, just under this water, like, shit was going, like, spraying everywhere. It was fun. It was so much fun. It was probably so dirty, and I should not be in that fountain, but for the day, it was great. Um, yeah, and I met Sam Smith that day. He walked by me. I remember screaming something at him. I was like, Sam Smith, Sam Smith oh my god, and said something really, I don't remember what he said. We met Dominic Fike that day. Um, and then there was like a gunshot. Someone lit fireworks or something, but everyone started running from Washington Square. And we ran, and then we were meeting Kendra down at this restaurant that she was at, and their server was being a bitch to them. 
and then blah, 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 whatever. And then I started getting in a bad mood because the night was ending. And I texted Andrea being like, what's up, girl? What you doing? And I had taken Jill home. And I was really drunk still. I had been drunk since noon. And it was like 8 or like 10. It was like 8. 9-ish. 8-9. Um, and I had brought them home. And I had found a liquor bottle in the train station. And I tried to take it with me. Because Jill wouldn't give me any more alcohol. Which rightfully so. Thank you Jill. Um, why wasn't Claire with us? Was that the week that she, like, fell down the stairs? I don't know. Something was up with Claire. Um, yeah. She wasn't there. And then I, they were like, go home. And I was like, I'm gonna try and go home. Because no one wanted to stay out with me. So... Did I not? Someone just texted me. Um, girl, th my text messages are so unhinged. But anyway, so Andrea texted me back and was like, yeah, we're out in Hell's Kitchen. And yeah, we were, I met her there. And I'm pretty sure I had bought alcohol so I could walk there with it. Bad idea. We get there. She's with all her cute Latino friends. Latina friends. Um, I felt bad. I'm embarrassed that that was the first time meeting them. Because, girl, I was rightfully... I should not have been invited. I was... Girl. The tea. We get there. This man on a scooter approaches me. And this is... Do I dare to say this? He was my type. When I was drunk. He still would have been my type in the morning. But if... Girl, I'll get to it. So this man had a scooter and he came up to us. And I was so fucked up. I think everyone else was like weirded out that he was talking to us. But I was like, boo. And then he was like, babe. And then we just started like flirting. And then I was like, oh my god, blah, all this stupid shit. And we were just hitting it off. And I was like, let me go on your scooter. Come on, boy. And I was like, come to the next bar with us. And I basically invited this man. Being invited with Andrea and her friends. And me and this man were being so inappropriate. We were, like, making out. I thought he was just drunk. Turns out he was on, like, meth or molly or heroin. He was, like, tweaking, yo. Like, something was up. And, yeah. So we get to the bar. Everyone's letting me in because whatever. My whole ass is out. Like, I'm just wearing a thong at this point. Um, we were, I was on this man's scooter. We were scootering around while people were smoking weed. And I was on this scooter in this basketball court. It seems like such a dream talking about this. But I was, like, on this man's scooter just screaming with my ass out. Being so obnoxious. And, like, yelling at every possible stranger I could see. Oh, my God, I forgot about that part. Earlier in the night, now that I said screaming at every stranger possible, we went down to see Tony at his, like, where he was bouncing so Katie could get in. And Tony got us somewhere. 
the Warren, and the drinks were expensive when Tony's not paying for them. And my whole ass was out, and I was making fun of the police that night. More cops. I was like, oh my god, why did you text me to come over here and that you were going to eat my ass? I said that to the cop. Girl, because I wanted revenge. And revenge I got. So. Yeah. And I was just yelling at people, being like, are you gay? Are you gay? Just being like my crazy self. Being like, please, give me a dollar. Give me a dollar, please, please. I have kids at home. Just being like a sick person. Like scaring people on the street, being like, ah! And just being like, girl, I need to calm down. I used to do this shit when I was sober. Like, I would do this on the trains. Now, it's just, I'm over it. My heart can't take it anymore. So. I just had the darkest thought. Anyway. I should not have. Girl. I was about to say, I should not have eaten that man's ass. But it's fine. What happened? What happened? What happened? Yeah, Tony has all these videos of me just with my ass out, like, at the path. The New Jersey path. Making fun of bitches on Christopher Street. So funny, but... Everyone at work saw my ass because Tony sent it in the work group chat. Um... And yeah. I love how I'm always like, and yeah. Take a shot every time I say, and yeah. And like, uh, we were there. And so, yeah, that happened earlier in the night back to Hell's Kitchen. So we were scootering, blah, blah, blah. Everyone finished. And we were like, let's go to the bar. We went to a few bars. There was a few lame ones. And then we settled down at this one bar. And I started making out with the man with the scooter. He was buying me drinks. And buying, like, my friend's drinks, too. And he was, like, trying to finger me in the bar because I had a thong on. The bouncer had to stop us and said, no, we got to break this up. Get off the windowsill. And I was like, girl, okay. And then he was like, we're going to. And then everyone was like, I'm tired. We're going to leave. And then I was like, girl, okay. So I went with this man. This man was having problems with every bouncer. They were. He was, like, trying to bring the scooter inside. And that should have been, like, the given. But, like, no. I was, like, in love with this man, with the scooter. I forgot his name. We'll call him Meth Man number two. Um, yeah. So. Everyone. Decided to leave. If I'm remembering this correctly. Andrea was, like, worried about me, and rightfully so. But I was like, no, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. I'm going to go home with this man, blah, blah, blah. We went through times. We were we were scootering. When you think about it, like, it was a good night out. Um, STD-wise, I was safe. Um, it was good sex. I'll get to that. But, yeah, no, I had so much fun. Um... Everyone's always just worried about me. But yeah. So we were on the scooter. It was like dying at this point. I feel like it was running out of battery juice because shit was going slow at this time of night. We went to Times Square. 
man bought a fake Louis Vuitton bag, like a big fucking, one of those big, like, carry-on bags, for, like, 80 bucks, too, from some man in Times Square, and then we got that, and then we went to the subway, and then we were in the subway, and this man, we were, like, just... I feel like we were just being, like, normally handsy, but it's because I was, like, in a thong on Pride that this man thought it was inappropriate, and he started taking a video of me. And I was just being, like, affectionate. I wasn't being inappropriate on the train to the guy I was with. I forgot what his fucking name was. I'm so... I should find that out. It probably would give me nightmares if I found out his name. I'm probably going to have nightmares after I tell this story, but I'm only getting four hours of sleep, so it's fine. Um, we, f- girl, so, so we're on the f- fucking train and this man's taking a video of me and I get up and I start yelling at him. The whole train is looking at me at this point. I feel like it's late as fuck at night. It's like two or three or something. I'm yelling at this man who's taking the video and I'm like, delete the fucking video. And then he's like, I didn't take a video. And I was like, fucking show the train your camera roll then. And then he was like, no, no, stop, dude, stop. And then I was like, and tell your fucking family, tell your fucking daughters and your fucking sons that you're a fucking faggot. Why are you videotaping gay people on the subway? And I started going off on this man. I was digging in. And he got up because I was screaming at him. And keep in mind, Scooter Man is just sitting there kikiing on the train, like doing nothing, like in La La Land on whatever drugs he was on. This man gets up. Starts walking to the other side of the train to get out at the next station. And I fucking scream at him until the second he gets off the train. And I was like, fucking fag. And my voice was like, dunzo after this weekend. Like the David thing, screaming. That was Friday. It's Sunday now. Um, yeah, we are walking home. I fucking lost one of the earmuff pieces to my Apple headphones. they cost to replace them. 80 fucking dollars. Um. So, whatever. I, like, saw it. And I was drunk enough to be like, I'll figure it out tomorrow, Frank. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We walked to the G. We waited for the G. We walked from the G to my house. And we get in the apartment. He brings his fucking scooter inside. Kickstands it in the middle of the fucking living room. And we go to my room. And he wanted to have sex. And honestly, girl, I was scared. I was not ready to have sex. I was not ready. I was like, I'm going to shit on this poor man. Night's going to go to hell. He's going to hate me after this. Blah, 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 whatever. So we get in the shower. And I don't remember if I, like, prepped, like, a second before. No, I, I literally remember this so clearly, though. I don't think I had a second to prep. I think we just went right to fucking in the shower. We knocked the whole shower curtain down. I was moaning so fucking loud. Man had me up against the wall, was fucking me. And then we were fucking... Girl, like, we just didn't pick anything up. Like, the shower curtain was there all morning. And we went to my room, pulled all the sheets off, threw all the pillows on the floor, 
literally fucked forever. He was on drugs, so he couldn't finish. And I passed the fuck out. Because we went to the deli. And I wanted to get food. We did get food. He got, like, a cold bagel or something weird. But I, like, went in there, and I was just in my thong. And I have the biggest crush on the deli man. And I was like, whatever my boyfriend wants. And I was trying to make him jealous. Did not work. Um, and, yeah. Then we came home. Blah, blah, blah. I already told the shower part. And the scooter. Blake was moving out the next morning. We were fucking so loud. I was moaning until, like, late hours of the night. I feel like we were fucking for, like, two hours from the shower to the bed. Um, and he just kept wanting to go. And I remember being like, no, bro. Like, I need to sleep. And I fucking just passed out. And I woke up in the morning. I had never, ever, ever in my life been this hungover. I felt so disgusting. I felt like I was going to die. Like, the anxiety was fucking real. Oh, oh. Anyway, so I wake up. This man wakes up. He, you can tell when someone's on drugs and they're sweating because it smells disgusting. He had that, that meth sweat. And I turned the TV on because I was like, girl, I can't do this. I brought pizza in the room and, like, yogurt and blueberries, and I was just trying to eat something cold so I could, like, cool down and drink water. Blake was moving out. Blake's papi chulo was around. Yo necesito leche de papi. And uh, I got up, and I was like, girl, we need to figure out, like, the roommate thing. Like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And he, like, explained it to me. I was like, he can't move in, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, girl, I'm so hungover right now to be pissed. I'm too hungover to be pissed. So whatever. And I was like, it's fine. It's fine. He, Yeah, it's great. Great, great, great. I was pissed off because I didn't want Angie to be right. Because Angie was like, last time, Blake's friend, like, fell through and he couldn't move in and blah, blah, blah. And his credit score and stupid, 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 whatever. Um... This man was still in my bed. We were watching TV. He was tweaking, talking to himself, talking in the air, kept looking at stocks. And I was like, uh-uh, what the fuck is going on? My room was, like, covered in boxes. Shit was taken down. Only the TV was up. Um, what else? Yeah. I don't know. I can't believe I did that. I just fucked a man. Like, ten minutes ago. I It's always the nights that I have to work in the morning that I record my podcast and I have sex. Anyway. So, we're in my room. He's, like, asking to stay with me for a while. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, girl, I need to tell this man. And I was like, oh, my motherfucking God. I have to tell this man to get out of my apartment. I have to get him to leave. And I am sympathetic towards someone going through withdrawals. Because I've been there and I know how much it sucks. And I know the anxiety that is with it. And all of it. And I just... I'm such... 
I'm such an empath. But yeah. I was scared because he went in the bathroom and I checked all his bags while he was in the bathroom just to make sure he wasn't stealing anything because I told him to leave and I had to go to work. And he was just like, and he wanted to watch like different TV shows. He was like, this is boring. Let's watch something else. This is boring. Let's watch something else. This is boring. Let's watch something else. And I was like, girl, you need to calm down if you're going to be in here with me in this small ass bedroom. Come on. And I was like, okay, you can't stay with me. I have to go to work. I don't feel comfortable with you being here when I'm not here. Blah, blah, blah. Um, he started packing his stuff up. He was in the bathroom for like like 10 minutes. And all you heard was just like shit getting knocked over. I don't know if he was doing drugs in there or what the fuck was going on. But he came out and was like, can I like shower before I go? And I was like, girl, girl no. I was like, I have to get to work. Like, you need to leave. And I went to Angie and I said, I don't want you to be scared or mad right now, but this man needs to leave. And she was, she was scared. I could tell. And I was like, girl, um, sorry I met this man when I was blacked out. I don't think he would harm anyone, though. He's just a drug addict. As long as he has his fix, he's fine. But anyway... It was great. It was great sex, from what I remember. Um, yeah. He left, waited outside for, like, ten minutes, because Angie went to go get, like, food, and came back, and he was still sitting outside. I think he was, like, waiting to see me, like, leave to go to work, but I was like, girl, I don't really give a fuck, and I sat in my bed all day and did nothing. Or did I work that night? I think I went to work, honestly. But I was scared. I had a knife. I was like, what is this man trying to do? Like, he needs to leave. You need to leave. But yeah. That was my Pride weekend. I would say moral of what I learned is... Drug addicts are incapable of love. Unless it's a female... Just fucking kidding. I don't know what I'm trying to... Like, I'm trying to, like, defend people that I know that do drugs a lot. And they are capable of love. Um, meth addicts are not capable of love. What else did I learn? Um, to stop yelling at the police. And the police are always going to be jerks no matter what I do. Um, I learned that my friends, you know... I think about this all the time. The people that I know now are going to be someone someday. And I'm, like, just seeing, like, the up and coming right now. And I I always pressure myself. I'm, like, I'm not doing cool enough things. I'm, like, girl, I am 20 years old. I live in New York City. Yes, I'm doing cool things. I'm pub... Well, you heard it here, folks. I am publishing a book. Um, yeah. So, I'm publishing a book. I have a podcast. I do a lot of cool photo shoots. I've written for a magazine. I'm going to start writing for a magazine again. Shout out Magazine 47. Um, yeah, so I'm trying my best to do cool things and meet cool people. 
But yeah, I feel like a lot of my last year has been so consumed by sex. And finding out what I want sexually. But yeah. I don't... I mean, I learned that pride is fun. And it definitely beat vacations. So. Gagged them. I was so hurt because I offered for my friends to come to pride and stay at my apartment in go to Pride, and then we go on vacation after. Nobody ever wanted to listen to me. And yeah. I guess the takeaway is, I was scared for, like, a point of time that I was, like, this fucked up alcoholic. I was so angry. I drank to get my emotions out. So not true. So not true. My emotions come out every day. I'm a hot fucking mess most of my life. The alcohol, unless someone really pisses me off like that, girl, it's, the alcohol is just, it's, it's not even fun. I drank tonight, and I'm like, girl, I'm so over it. Like, I used to look forward to, like, drinking, and now I'm like, ugh. So, fuck you, Paul Patrick McHugh. I am not an alcoholic, and I don't think I ever will be one, because it fucking gives me a headache, so you're welcome for being, for surviving method, being a pothead, and not really being an alcoholic. Please, I'm going to be, like, quoted later when I am an alcoholic. But anyway, I was comfortable with my... I feel like the reason why I drink nowadays is because I used to be so comfortable with my body. And now it just feels like everyone sexualizes it. And, like, sex is just, like, an everyday thing now. I don't know. I just get intimidated and scared to... And my body has been through so much in the last year or so. Fucking hate showing it off sometimes. Um, It is sweatshirt season. I'm in bed with my sweatshirt. Um, I work at 8.30. I have to be up at and be at work at 10.30. I have to leave at 9.30. Um, yeah, so I really appreciate you guys listening to my Pride Weekend. And I mean, I don't know what else to talk about. I kind of like summarized what I learned from these experiences. I'm very fortunate um, in the things that happen. So I'm really amazed sometimes that I'm still alive. <laughs> One, mentally, I haven't convinced myself to commit treason, treason like that and commit suicide. And two, um, no one's murdered me yet after the crazy shit that I do. Um... I think I'm just, like, excited about life. When I tell good stories like this, like, exciting, sometimes traumatizing stories like this, adrenaline, like, all that, it just makes me be like, when is it going to happen next? But, yeah. 
Um, I'm gonna go to bed. Um, thank you guys for listening. Love you all. Love you the most. And I look forward to seeing you next week. And sorry, I'm so I didn't publish an episode last week because I was depressed and I was smoking weed almost every day. I was trying to get myself to be able to smoke again. And it's just like, I feel like it's, I really can't tell the difference of being high and being sober. And that's what freaks me out and gives me so much anxiety. Because then me sitting there being like, am I high or am I sober? It gives me a panic attack. And then it's just, it, ugh, not fun. And then when I'm high and I'm sitting there, I'm like, maybe I'm never going to come down. Or maybe I'm so high right now. And then I start having a panic attack when I'm high. But yeah. Thank you guys. Love you the most. A um, lot of shit to come. And mwah, voila.